With the last of my strength, I pull something deep inside. What are you doing? Is, is that... Gentle people of Crofters Green, I must call you here at such late an hour as a ghastly crime has been committed. Young Maria Short was found drowned in the pool on James Miller's farm. Miller's youngest witnessed a monstrous figure throw her in with ungodly strength, then stagger into the cedars. There it was found cowering like a wretch and dragged to this very hall. By now word has spread and a tide of fury has washed up to these doors. You hear them now. They wish to tear the wretch limb from limb and give his flesh to flame. But that is not the rule of law nor justice in God's eyes. I sent word to you good people as you were all of learning. You sir are a teacher of some standing. You madam are well known for your skill of healing. I myself am a legal clerk of a modest two years. It falls to us to ensure justice is served this night. By a clerk and a bunch of farmers? Absurd. This should be brought to the magistrate. The magistrate is four days ride, sir. Very well. There are some of you who may not be acquainted with this man. The accused is in his employ and he is here as defence counsel. May I introduce Victor Frankenstein? <sighs> Charmed. Hmm. Do you swear the truthfulness of your testimony to the Bible before you? I give you my word and my truth, but I will not place my hand on a, on a book of childish fairy tales. Very well. And what is your profession, sir? I am a doctor. Of medicine? Medicine, science. I have a doctorate in all the natural laws. And unnatural. Uh, strike that from the record. Town gossip is of no relevance. Who is the accused to you? He is a patient I brought from Munich. From his countenance, I am sure it is clear he suffers from many severe maladies. And is madness one? A form of madness, yes, and a child's intellect. Do you deny his crime? I deny the intent you ascribe to his action. So you admit he did murder young Maria? He, he threw her into the lake, yes, but he had no foresight of his actions. He did not, could not understand. Then perhaps we should bring him forth and hear it from his own tongue. Ah, that would serve no purpose. Come this forth! Is, this is a fiasco! Come forth! Fiend, come forth at once! As you can see, he is mute and dumb and no more aware of his deeds than that of a dog. If you would remit his custody to me, I shall return him to the capital at once and have him committed. I shall also arrange a substantial compensation to be paid for to the family. I speak! I see. What is your name? None that I know of. Then where are you from? Uh, I know not. You intend to play the fool? I cannot. Then what can you speak of in regards of yourself? I can account for the whole of my life. To this day, it shall not take long in its telling. Then proceed. 
I was born into a, a dank cell. My, my first memory is of a vague light high up on a dark wall and straw at my feet. Over my days, my eyes and touch grew keener. The light became a barred window. The dark walls hewn from coarse stone. My only company was a turnkey who brought me bread. The one known here as a doctor would occasionally observe and write. In time, the turnkey came to feel pity for me and would let me venture out of my cell and around the rest of my strange subterranean lair. I came upon what my master called his library and to my astonishment I had the gift of reading and I learned many things and grew angry. Then will you speak of this afternoon when you came to the miller's farm and happened upon their young daughter? I can. I can. I, I, I fled my master and the darkened cellar that has been my abode for all of my memory. With a fury I had not known dwelt within, I had pulled the bars from my window and scrabbled free. The radiance and the sounds and the smells overwhelmed my coarse senses and I spent much time wandering among the trees, marvelling at the songs of all around me. <laughs> Finally, I saw a small farm before me, oh, a welcoming pot with smoke pouring from its chimney and a small delightful creature playing by the water. <laughs> I thought this could only be some form of divine being as said in arms. I approached and she did not fear me and seemed delighted for the company and she was throwing daisies in the water and marvelling as they bobbed on the surface. She showed me how to throw them. I too was spellbound. How could the soft fragile petals not be swallowed up by that vast beast before me? I reasoned if they could float then surely she, far more wondrous to the touch, could also. But she did not. Flowers, taken from the murder itself, a dark trophy? I did not know why I kept them. I simply clung to them as I ran away from the world, tried to dig into the earth itself, wishing it to swallow me. And that is when the dark shadows of men came and dragged me to this place. He doesn't comprehend. He has an eloquence, I admit that, but this is ravings. Then perhaps, Doctor, you'd be so good as to illuminate us as to his background and character. It is Considering he seems to have some mention of crimes of yours in his account. It is as I said, he is a patient I treated in Munich. I brought him here to... The truth! The truth! Truth? It is simply not texts and journals and manuals I read. I found your journal. I know your many sins. Sins. Doctor? Very well. The truth of it is, the figure you see before you is, is of my own creation. I fashioned him from foreign parts and through the process of my own devising, one beyond the understanding of you fair people, I managed to breathe life itself through its cold shell. I managed to master the last predator of man, death itself. Foreign parts? He means corpses. Is this true? This blasphemy? 
Look upon me for the truth! Perhaps one of you recognises this cheek, one of you would kiss come morning. Perhaps one of you remembers this hand holding yours and guiding you through town on a rain-slick night. You wish to burn me? You only burn the ones you loved? Oh, don't avert your gaze, kind people. Have your kin known the revolution against nature? They would have kindly agreed. They would have been party of it. You, sir, are a ghoul, and you have brought a vile abomination upon our peaceful hamlet. Pray tell us why we shouldn't let the men outside set dogs and torch to your creation, and have you run out of town atop a log tarred and feathered? If you're too small to see what his very being says of the progress of man, then I shall speak of the morality that his court seems to hold so dear. He took a child's life, but he too is a child. He was born less than six months ago. He has no grasp of reason or right or life. He simply couldn't understand the weight of a young girl to that of a daisy. If you require your catharsis to fill the village's blood first, then so be it. But it will not bring your daughter back. Only I have that power. Fiend, your last word of defence. I wish only to be free. Whether by the morning light or by the torch, so be it. Very well. Gentle people of Crofters Green, you have heard from the accused and his defender. You have heard the crime as I have laid it out before you. We have no magistrate. Justice must fall to you. If you believe this, man must die. Raise your hand. Just one of you. Very well. You, fiend, will be taken and hidden in the cellar of this very building till sunrise, to be smuggled away by your master. Never let your shadow be cast on our fair streets again. Mercy! Mercy! Would you be so quick to mercy if it were your kin? It was you that had to look upon their cold blue face laid out on the table of your own kitchen. Mercy, I pray he does not come next for your sweet ones. Next time he yearns to touch life. What's that? Twobitproductions.com. <laughs> uh, Twobitproductions.com. And you can listen to some more Whisper Through the Static. Thank you very much. Woo! They also make a sound, deadly dust, which falls slowly to the ground. The trial of Frankenstein's monster. 
performed live in front of an audience at the Artistry Hove by Tom Clear, Neil James, Russell Shaw and Lucy Mipstead. Written by Peter Gardner, live sound by James Winfield, audio post-production by Dan Scout. For more episodes and more information, please visit tubeproductions.com. The Whisper through the static.